everybody be cool. You be cool. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Is this a dream? Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. I hope not. If it were, they'd be wrong. Come with me if you want to live. Hello and welcome to the BBFC podcast. I'm Joe and today I'm joined by Senior Examiner Craig. How are you doing, Craig? Good, thanks. This week we're going to be talking about the Alien series of films, um, which is one of those franchises which has really sort of embedded itself in the popular culture and just doesn't doesn't seem to want to go away. The original film came out in 1979 and it's still going strong. Given the success of Alien, um, a sequel was inevitable and when James Cameron was uh, planning to make The Terminator, he actually had a hiatus in the filming because Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't available. So he took the time to pen the script for Aliens, which of course went on to be a, be a massive hit. A few years later came Alien 3 and Alien 4 and in the modern, uh, modern era we've now got the Prometheus series of films and uh, only recently Ridley Scott said he's going to be making at least two, maybe three sequels to uh, Prometheus, which came out a few years ago. So it's really something that's uh, still with us. But this week we're going to be going back to the original film, Alien, looking at how the BBFC dealt with the film when it came into us. What did examiners make of it, Craig? Because at the time, obviously, the idea of chestbursters and aliens in the dark wasn't a known quantity. Everybody's familiar with it. And when I saw it, you know, I knew the the monster was going to pop out of, um, out of his chest. But at the time, obviously, people wouldn't have known that. So well, yeah. what did we make of it? Well, that's the great thing working at the BBFC generally, of course, that um, you can actually be genuinely surprised by something. Because yeah, uh, it, it's hard now to put yourself in the mindset of someone seeing a film like Alien for the very first time with no expectation. I suppose most people would probably think that the board regarded Alien as quite a strong top-end horror, as you said, with you know the famous, the famous chest-bursting scene in particular. But in fact, a lot of the debate in 1979 was about which category it should get, whether it should get um, the AA category or the X category. It's perhaps worth explaining for people listening what, what the category system was in the late 70s. We had a U, as we do now. We have an A, um, which was very similar to the modern PG. Then there was the AA certificate, which meant you had to be 14 to see the film. And then there was the X certificate, which at that time meant you had to be 18 or above. When the examiners were asked to watch the film, which they saw with the board's secretary, James Furman, the company had actually said they would be interested in the double A, which would permit people of 14 and above to watch it. So examiners were viewing the film with that in mind. But they did feel that some of the some of the more obvious horror scenes, including the chestburster scene, were better placed at the X category. That's the adults-only category, chiefly because they felt that to pass the film at double A would upset the kind of precedents we'd established with other horror films, you know, more clearly horror films rather than sci-fi films, and would be hard to defend given uh, the kind of stuff that we'd passed at X in, in, in the past. But nonetheless, because the film was seen as borderline, just with a few of those high moments of, of, of gore and horror, they were getting ready to refer the film on for further viewing by other examiners and maybe the board's presidents uh, to see whether the film could be accommodated at AA, theoretically, or or whether the film could be cut, but it's quite clear from the reports that one of their concerns was that it was a very difficult to film to cut because those high points are such crucial scenes and they're so carefully edited and integrated within the narrative that it's, um, it's very hard to 
you know, to reduce them or, or do anything to, to mitigate the impact. Also, you don't really want to mitigate the impact because, you know, they're, they're, they're key scenes in the film and that's that's what, what the audience wants to see and, and what, what the audience will, will enjoy. In the end, while examiners were busy writing up their reports saying, uh, you know, this needs further consideration, further viewing, the company came back and said that, in fact, they would be happy with the X uh, because they felt that the X would be a more effective marketing tool. And I was quite amused looking the other day at one of the board's monthly reports because in the late 70s, we used to issue monthly reports mainly aimed at local councils on whose behalf we were classifying films. And, And the point of these reports was to... Um, reassure councils about what we were doing and regain some of the ground that that we'd lost uh, under Stephen Murphy in the early uh, early part of the 70s. The monthly bulletin, um, which was written by James Furman, he says, we were about to see the film again with a full examining team and with a double A in mind when the distributors withdrew their appeal against the original X conversations with the exhibitors so that would be the cinemas had convinced them that X was the more commercial category after all how can you advertise the most frightening film of the year at double A so uh, there was obviously a uh, you know consciousness on the part of the company that the film would be easier to sell in the way they were intending to sell it at X. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, we've got a case study on the website at the minute, which um, we'll post a link on the uh, podcast page. But I noticed that in the re- one of the reports we've got on there, the examiners say that um, X is the category that people usually, or that they usually pass horror films at. Was, was X sort of associated with horror films at the time? Well, certain other genres, which I won't go into, but, um, but yes, predominantly mm. X was, was seen as the category for, you know, proper horror films. The board had had a lot of problems with horror films in the early 70s. I think by the late 70s, the board was experimenting with being slightly more liberal than it had on horror films, and that meant that some reasonably strong stuff was going out at X, and so that had become a category into which the majority of horror films were going, and it was felt that it would upset uh, the kind of precedents that had been established if Alien were to go out at any category other than X. It's, it's interesting, though, that the examiners were at least prepared to consider... Uh, the possibility of a double A, and they did feel that it was a double A for most of its running time. Um, I'm just having a quick look at the examiner reports, which I've got here. One of the examiners says, uh, and this is certainly true, the film generates an enormous amount of tension and is really a marginal X double A. The two most horrific scenes are the birth of the creature, as he describes it, not quite a birth, um, and the clubbing to death of Ash. Um, And then he goes on to say, the problem is that to make this double A really opens up the whole field of horror um, to a similar category. And again, um, James Furman, writing in the monthly bulletin, talks about this aspect of the film and and says that it's in fact the precedents that push heavily for the more restrictive category in spite of its borderline nature. So given the question of whether um, we could pass it as AA or X, um, what was the reaction once we had actually passed it at X? Well, clearly there was nothing wrong with the X classification in that we didn't, uh, we didn't get a deluge of complaints suggesting, you know, you shouldn't have passed this film, which, which of course we do get with some films in the late 70s. But we did in fact get a, a handful of complaints from teenagers um, who wanted to see the film. Not entirely surprising, you know, often people will be annoyed 
um, when a film is restricted away from them, especially if they've seen the trailers and, as you said, it's 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 so popular and such a talking point. Um, obviously, the company also got a number of uh, people writing to them saying, you know, why can't I see the film? Why can't something be done? Um, so unusually, the following year, 1980, this was... Um, not sure how long this is after actual release, maybe six months or something. The company came back and asked us to have another look at the film to see whether there was a possibility of downrating it to double A. So the film was seen by two examiners who had not seen the film first time around. Also, again, with uh, the board's secretary, James Furman. So again, this gave us another opportunity to rehearse the uh, existing arguments about whether it could be a double A and whether that would entail cuts. The examiners who looked at it this time, again, said pretty much the same as their, the, the previous examiners, that the film was borderline. One of the examiners, in fact, says, I have no doubt that if we had a 16 category many of the horror films past X would be reclassified and Alien would probably be amongst these. But there was a degree of nervousness about passing the film at A, which meant 14. There was a feeling still that that was slightly too young. There was also a feeling that some of the use of sexual imagery in a horror context in terms of the uh, presentation of the the Alien and uh, its manner of reproduction might be too disturbing potentially for people in the 14, 15-year-old bracket, as well as um, upsetting audience expectations with, with some of the more graphic scenes. There was also a strong feeling that although you could trim some of the stronger moments in the film, it would be wrong to do so, just because it was such a well-put-together film and taking out those those peaks would damage the film. So one of the examiners um, who saw it in 1980 says... The film is so cleverly structured to achieve maximum shock effects, I feel that it would be wrong to reduce any of these, and in any case, it is the overall feel of the film that, in my opinion, makes it too strong for the younger teenagers. And again, this examiner says, I would not object it to being at double O with a 16. And he goes on to say, it's not possible to be specific in detail on this, as the shots of the monster attacking the crew members are quite brief. So again, it's not a simple case where you could take one or two shots out. As for the shot of it emerging from the crew member's stomach, surely nobody would want to reduce the shock impact of this sequence. So there was uh, th th there was a perception that it was just one of those films that cutting wasn't going to achieve the job, partly because it was a tonal matter and partly because it would, it, it would ruin, ruin the film. And there are occasions where the board, um, even now, may decline to offer cuts uh, where we feel that it would, it would spoil the film or where the effect would be difficult to predict. Um, and the examiners concluded by simply saying that if there was an intention to reduce the film for a double A, they'd want further advice perhaps from experts, um, psychologists, about the potential effect of this kind of material on, on kids. But ultimately, it was concluded that, that it was best to leave it where it was, and so it remained at X. Sure. I mean, obviously, the classification system changed to what we recognise in modern times um, some years later, mm. and it remained 18 for quite a number of years, but um, was later reduced to 15. Yeah. Was that simply due to the passage of time or uh, changing public attitudes? I mean, how did... 
the board look at it because obviously we do take into account uh, the fantastical nature of, yeah. of violence and horror and obviously mm-hmm. you know alien is a sci-fi film to, yeah. to an extent so yeah. how did the board um, deal with it then yeah, well, when it initially came out on video, the 18 was maintained simply because it was already established as an adults-only film. And on video, in parallel to the uh, original marketing of the film, the company wanted an 18, so it was just left where it was. By the early 2000s, a lot of time had elapsed, a lot of water had flown under the bridge. The film itself and its most shocking sequences had been uh, parodied and repeated and imitated so many times that the original impact it would have had in 1970, 1980 had probably diminished and that there couldn't really be any um, any teenagers who hadn't seen or weren't aware, for example, of the, the chest-busting scene. So I think it had just become a lot better known, a better known quantity. Time had passed you know probably more more explicit horror films had been passed um at the 15 level by that point and of course the category was no longer 14 the category was 15 so it had gone up slightly so i think it was a mixture of several factors the age of the film how well known it was the precedents that had been established since then and uh, also the the guidelines we had which were by that stage based on public consultation Although even at that point, the board's practice was normally to leave films where they were, you know, if they'd been established at a particular category for a long time. When we saw Alien again in the early 2000s, it was a director's cut version of the film, so it was a different version of the film, and that that allowed us to, to take a different view of it. Obviously, uh, it's still one of those films, uh, as I said at the beginning, that's going to be with us, I think, uh, for many years to come. Uh, Thanks very much, Craig. That's fine. Um, And don't forget that if you want to uh, get in touch with us regarding the podcast, you can do so using the podcast feedback form on the website, or you can email us at uh, podcast at bbfc.co.uk. And you can also tweet to us on Twitter at at bbfc.